Greetings, friends, and welcome to this episode of the Communication Guru Podcast, where we believe it's not always what you say, but how you say it that matters. I'm your host, Tim McMurtry, President and CEO of Tim McMurtry International, a business consultancy specializing in personal development and training, government and public affairs, along with corporate and community relations. I am delighted to have you join us today, and I thank you for your listenership and viewership of this show. Our aim on this platform, as you know, is to discuss nuances and insights relative to the communication continuum to help you maximize the impact and results of effective communication within your own spheres of influence, be it your personal life, relationships, your business, workplace, etc. We're here to help you to become a top-notch communicator. So be sure to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast, The Communication Guru Podcast, so that you can be notified when new episodes are released and available for public consumption. Now, one of the great things about America, 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 God shed his grace on thee. Excuse me, I just got carried away a little bit. One of the great things about America is that it is truly the land of opportunity. Now, admittedly, there have been some unnecessary and nefarious roadblocks that have also been set in place over the course of history that has disproportionately affected some folks in the land. But there are efforts underway now to get rid of the vestiges of those things. And for the most part, people are by and large able to do, be and have whatever they want to do, be, and have, provided they put in the work necessary and requisite for that to manifest. As for me and many others, wealth and riches are part of what we want in and out of life. We've heard countless times that one of the cornerstones of wealth building is real estate. If that is indeed the case, it behooves us to learn more about real estate and how it can be leveraged as an asset to build wealth. With that being said, joining us today in studio is a real estate agent extraordinaire serving individuals and organizations who is also an entrepreneur, an event planning expert, a business owner, a mother, a wife, and an all-around cool lady. Please help me welcome to the podcast the one and only Lakeisha Roberts. Welcome to the show, ma'am. Hello, hello. Wow, that intro, I tell you. <laughs> if you don't get excited off of that, I don't know what you get, okay? Hey, I am super excited that you are able to join us on mm. today. And without monopolizing your time, we'll get right into it. Now, you have an interesting background with, you know, the, the entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. the event planning and things yes. like that, and real estate. Mm -hmm. You know, can you share a bit with our listeners more about your interest in becoming a real estate agent and how some of those other, you know, ventures that you have fuel that and complement, you know, that particular area of your life? Exactly. Well, I think like a lot of us, uh, 2020 had you, you know, kind of reflect on your life and just kind of think about, hey, where am I going from here? You know, and so, you know, everything shut down. And so event planning stopped like nobody was planning an event. You know, events uh, weren't happening because of everything that was going on with the pandemic. And it was just like a sad time and just a time 
I just believe a reflection and just really thinking about what was most important. And as my husband and I just thought through, you know, what is it that we wanted for our future? What is it that we wanted for our boys? We knew that we always had a love for real estate and an interest in it. And um, we had people around us who were, you know, really heavily in the business and just kind of shared just different things. So during that time, I attended a seminar online virtually and I went back to my husband and I was like, you know what? We are about to do this investment thing. Like nice. we have some tools that have been given a professional shared. They gave me some steps and I, I, I latched onto that and I shared it with my husband. He was like, you are serious about this thing. I said, yes, I really feel like this is the direction that God is leading me. And so we started our journey of trying to find an investment property. And like most people, we thought, oh, this is going to happen overnight. Right. <laughs> it took about a year and maybe a year and a half before oh, we wow. actually landed that deal. And it took some time because there were things that we needed to do in order to get in, in order to um, put a put down a, a offer like we didn't mm -hmm. we didn't even know where do we start what do we do and then not only that we thought we were just working with our savings we didn't realize that there was a thing out there called a HELOC what what is a HELOC <laughs> oh, okay it was just like you know that's <laughs> right, just something right. we didn't know what we were that? sitting on a gold wow. mine like our home had equity and uh. that equity was able to be taken out and used to purchase our investment property so we didn't just uh. have to have a savings that we had saved up for such a long time in order to use for the down payment. We had savings, but we were like, man, this is going to break the bank if we try to do that. So then right. the fear kind of yeah. you know, crept in yeah. and, and you're like, okay, what should I do? And learning and, and understanding that there was another way to do this, yeah. it just it really just kind of opened up our eyes to new possibilities. Now you just you just said something really mm -hmm. interesting about, you know, the real estate piece on you guys having the the equity in your home mm -hmm. that became kind of, I guess the seed money to be able yes. to get your, yes. your, your property. Now, what is that in relation to the HELOC? Can you break the HELOC thing yes. down? So the HELOC is a home equity loan. Uh, and so uh. what happens is that when you purchase a home, and this is why, you know, real estate is like the quickest way to build wealth. You have to live, right? Mm -hmm. And so if I'm paying rent, to a, a owner, they're the ones that's living. I'm really not living because I don't get any return. I don't get any equity. They're receiving all the equity and I'm paying for it. Uh -huh. You know, so when you're a homeowner, it puts you in a different bracket. Mm. And so as you're paying your mortgage each month, you're paying down that mortgage. And so that money is really in turn going back to you. Mm. And so as that money is going back to you over time, the market is changing and the market is adding because people are doing different things to their homes. There are different demands that are uh -huh. happening. And so your home is increasing in value. And so uh -huh. as your home is increasing, increasing in value, you you have equity. And so with that equity, we were able to use that for our advantage where we went to a bank and we went along with refinancing first. We were refinancing because interest rates were so low. And so when you refinance, what that does is that you have a mortgage, right? You still have to pay that mortgage, but when you refinance, you can get a cheaper interest rate. Mm -hmm. And so in getting that cheaper interest rate, then you're able to um, 
have a, a payment that isn't as much as it was when you first started. So now you're saving a little bit of money. Uh-huh. But the smart thing is put that money back into your mortgage. Don't okay. start spending that money. <laughs> Keep that payment the same because you're going to pay your house we down. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Because, you know, we get a little excited, get a little uh-huh. extra change in our pockets. So, no. So we decided to refinance. We ended up talking to our mortgage lender, who is a, is a trusted friend, and, and really kind of helped us through that process. And he said, you can open up a HELOC for this amount. And it depends mm-hmm. upon how much money you have in equity and then they will loan against that equity about 80 percent and so when they did that it opened us up to it just gave us a key to unlock a door that otherwise we would not have been able to unlock and it was something that we were already sitting on but we didn't know how Ah. we could actually maximize that so the benefits to being a home owner mm-hmm. is more than just, you know, the pride a person takes in. Hey, I have a home and I have my white picket fence yes. and I can have friends mm-hmm. over. It actually can be a tool that's versatile that yes. you can use to access and acquire other assets if you know about HELOC and all this other stuff that's yes, associated with it. definitely, definitely. And so I would, you know, just advise people to either get with a, a lender who's a mortgage broker mm-hmm. who can kind of share with you where you are. Contact your, your lender now and see where are you at with your mortgage payments. How much equity have you built over time with paying for that home? Because it really does open you up to other opportunities because that money is your money, but you really don't get it until you sell or until you refinance or you borrow against it, which is with the HELOC. And so there is an interest that you pay, but you're paying yourself back. That's your money. And so it's like, why not access it now if you don't plan to move? That's that's really very helpful information. You kind of become your own bank in essence. And I was even thinking because we, you know, my wife and I discussed also acquiring properties and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Me more trying to, you know, push her. She like, I ain't trying to fix no toilets and all that kind of stuff. I know that's right. You can have at it. But one of the things I was thinking in terms of if you don't have a pot of money sitting Mm -hmm. in your drawer under your mattress, you know, Mm -hmm. in your fat bank account, I was even thinking that I've heard people say, and I even considered it, you know, if you have a 401k plan or something like that, you can kind of borrow against that. But if you mm-hmm. got equity in a crib that you already live in, mm-hmm. you can do that as well and leave yes. that other stuff where it is. Yes. And it's uh, it's both and, you know, you don't have to choose one over the other. Uh, you can choose, you know, both because your 401k, in most cases, you can borrow against it and you're paying yourself back. Mm-hmm. And so it's the same situation. It's just that you have equity within your home now that is available to you and you can go to your lender to find out how much can I borrow against my own home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Excellent information. Now, I've often heard in real estate that, you know, no matter if residential or commercial you know the 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 main things the the three most important things location 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 Mm. have you found that to be fact or fiction in your career and dealings with real estate both as an agent as well as a a real estate uh, investor oh let me tell you it's definitely the truth Okay. Okay. (laughs) Location is everything because I can have a, a 1500 square foot home by the lake and it's going to be worth 300000 And then I have a 1,500-square-foot home over here off of Good Hope somewhere. It's not going to be worth as much. And that doesn't mean that the house is any better. That house on Good Hope can be just as immaculate as they come. Essentially the same house. Same house. 
but it's the location that matters. Wow. That dirt costs a little bit more over there by the lake. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So that location, location thing is more than a mantra. That's that's real. Definitely. Yes. When you want to make an investment, you want to make an investment. You're not just thinking about the home, but you're thinking about what's around at home. Mm. What's going to happen in the future? Um, because that is what adds value to the community. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and being a homeowner, that adds value to the community. Because people who own homes, they invest in their property. They invest in their community. They're volunteers. They are making sure that, you know, that there's not as much crime. You don't have a lot of in and out because these people mm-hmm. are saying this is my community and they're taking ownership of that. Gotcha. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Now, how does the Milwaukee area, speaking of, you know, we great city on a great lake, got like Michigan, you know, these different neighborhoods that we have in the, the greater Milwaukee area and community. Mm-hmm. How does Milwaukee rank nationally as a, a, a real estate haven? Is this a, a, a good market, bad market? Oh, and let what me tell makes you. A good market or a bad market? Yes. So right about now, Milwaukee is a hot spot. We have people from overseas contacting our brokerage. We have people from out of state contacting our brokerage because Milwaukee, the home prices. And the name of your brokerage? Is Realty Executives Integrity. Okay. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I mean, to cut you off. Yes. Oh, no, not a problem. Um, and so they are contacting us because it's a hot market. Prices are great here and you can get a great return on your investment. And so one thing that I'm very passionate about, Tim, is making sure that the people in the city know about the opportunity because we have uh. a lot of people coming in and they're 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 snatching things. We got outsiders coming we in. We have outsiders turn. coming in, snatching things and not necessarily really caring about the community and I'm just like listen guys you can own a home you know what there are some steps that you have to take in order to get there but it is possible and you need to take advantage of this because other people are seeing the opportunity you have to see the opportunity as well and so I I feel like Milwaukee is really a jewel I've lived in three different states you know since I've been married in more states than that so I won't name them all but the thing is, is that um, Milwaukee has its its pockets and there are many unique neighborhoods and communities here. Mm-hmm. Our lake is, is next to none. I mean, it is so beautiful. One of my favorite places in the city to be. Yeah. The restaurants, the scenes down in Third Ward. I mean, uh. you have the, the Sherman Phoenix. I mean, you know, you, you just go different places and you can see like our community yeah. is booming yeah. and we just got to take advantage of and it. And we're the city of champions because currently our Milwaukee Let's Bucks go, Bucks. the defending Let's NBA go. world champions as well. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> nice. So, you know, as a native son of Milwaukee, there's been mm-hmm. a lot of talk, particularly from those also that have been born here, that would say, you know, Milwaukee isn't this or it isn't that. And mm-hmm. some folks have, you know, relocated to other places. Mm-hmm. And in some instances, some of them jokers have come back because yes. they found out that, hey, while it might be, you know, sunnier for longer periods of time mm-hmm. elsewhere, when you take into t- totality all the character elements of Milwaukee, you know, while it's not perfect, it actually is kind of a, a, a cool place. And so yeah. I'm encouraged to hear you say one that has, you know, been well-traveled, mm-hmm. lived in other states, you know, yes. you weren't born here either, mm-hmm. you know, that you can say, hey, compared to other places, Milwaukee kind of can hold its own. Yeah. Let me tell you, right about now, if I had my choice to leave 
and not stay in Milwaukee, I would keep my home base in Milwaukee. You know wow. why? Because I have a great value on my home. My mm-hmm. husband and I, we're doing well, and we know this is fertile ground. Mm-hmm. And other states are great, but you can always travel. And so the thing is, if you move to California, what you're paying for your home now, that's going to be quadrupled mm. because it's all about what their market, you know, is demanding. <laughs> and you won't be, yeah, once again, <laughs> you won't be, you won't be living like you're living here. And so yeah. just think about that. You can have a home here that you own that's building equity, but you can travel to other states. You can travel the world and you're able to do that because of where you live. Yeah. You know, so like I, I feel like we can't get so settled on if I live here, then I just don't have that. No, you have greater opportunity because you have more money in your pocket to be able to go out and spend and enjoy and have a great quality of life, you know, yeah. so. So be a little bit more creative in your thinking. Absolutely. And pay closer attention to that bag as Absolutely. well. Absolutely, yes. Got yes. it, got mm-hmm. it. Now, I see a lot of advertisements and programs for first-time buyers and, you know, mm-hmm. different, you know, forg- forgivable loans and grants if you're a first-timer, mm-hmm. you know, reduced interest rates, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And if you are not a first-time home buyer, you've already had a home and you want to move to another place, it's like, we'll pray for you. We ain't got that really for you. <laughs> are there, you know, programs and incentive programs that a person that's not a first-time home buyer can also take advantage of here? Or is it pretty much, eh, no, nah, the, the, the industry is you know, geared toward the first time home buyer in so terms of are, breaks. Yeah. So there are programs that you would have to talk to your lenders to find out what they have available because that's a totally different ball game than from a real estate agent. We we connect you with the lenders who are making it happen out there. And so there are different things that they can teach you to do and show you what you can do in order to maximize that investment and, and be able to get a second home as an investor. But first time home buying is everything when it comes to programs that are out there. There are so Mm. many programs that the government has put together, so many programs that even different banks are offering because we want more people to own homes because of the quality of life, because of what it brings, because of the advantages, you know, but home ownership is a sacrifice. Mm. And so one thing with first-time homebuyers is that they, they need to be informed and educated. And that's something that I'm very passionate about because the thing is you don't want to just own your home today and in two years you're in foreclosure. Right. But you have to learn how to budget, how to manage. And those things really mattered. I mean, because having a down payment is everything. Mm-hmm. And because it matters the interest rate and the type of loan you can get because there are some restrictions with certain you know loans. Mm. And so your lender would be able to help you to figure figure all of that out and kind of guide you through that process. Your uh, real estate professional is the one who helps you to advise you in the process of selecting that home. So you're selecting a home that will be good and build equity because once again, location matters. Once again, it matters what your budget is and what you can afford. And so your, your advisor, who's your real estate professional will be the one to help you to make that decision and to make a good decision that's going to benefit you in the long run. You know, and and we also also always joke about, you know, we're we're really wealth advisors because Mm -hmm. this is the biggest purchase that most people will ever make in their lives. And so we take it really seriously. And if your professional isn't sitting down and asking you what you want, what you need, and really taking time to get to know you, then you may want to look for another professional because I like to set my people up to win. 
And yeah. I'm like, you can't win unless you got the golden ticket, which is that pre-approval. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You heard it here first, Doc. Yes. From Lakeisha Roberts. You know, the winning, the winning ticket. On that note, mm-hmm. when a person who may be currently a renter, you mm-hmm. know, they've been renting for a while, got their first apartment, mm-hmm. kicked it, and, you know, like having it and don't want to deal with the, or think that they don't want to deal with the so-called hassle of mm-hmm. being a homeowner, having to cut the grass and shovel mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. What are the three to five most important things that he or she should do in preparation for making the leap from renter to homeowner mm-hmm. and embedded in there? Can you speak a little bit more about the the importance of that uh that that, that letter that says, "Hey, you yes. are approved for mm-hmm. X amount." Yeah, so I I believe number one is check your credit. Mm-hmm. Know where your credit is. Mm-hmm. And are you working with a budget? You know, most people aren't touching you if you don't have a 620. And the 620 is still kind of low. You want to try to get it up towards 700, you know, I mean, overall minimum. minimum, you know. But 620 is the minimum of what I've heard some of the lenders that I work with saying that they would even, you know, start to even consider. And so you want to check your credit, know where your credit is. If there are things that are on your credit that shouldn't be there, things that you paid off, our doctor bills that are still lingering, write to the credit bureaus and tell them, hey, I, I've taken care of this. You know, send them a letter. And all this information is online. Google is your friend. Mm. Google University. <laughs> okay, so G-U. just exactly. <laughs> Where'd you go? G U, yep. <laughs> but make sure you know where your credit is. And then listen, if you don't have a budget, how can you know where your money is going each uh. month? You know, because when you get a home, as you said, there are certain expenses that you are going to incur and you need to make sure that you know that you have the money in order to afford that. Mm-hmm. You know that you're putting aside money each month for those maintenance things that will come up. But that's part of the, 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 the great thing of home ownership is that you get to control all of this. Mm-hmm. You know, if you know that your furnace is, you know, 15 years old, I think 10 years is kind of the max on the furnace. Some of them last a little longer. You need to be building that into your budget so that you can pay to have that furnace replaced because Mm. people complain about the expenses, but there are expenses that you can foresee and say, I need to put this in my budget so I know that this is something I can take care of and I don't have to worry about that. Mm. And so having a budget and managing your money really is number one and top of the line and making sure you're setting yourself up well in order to be a homeowner. Because as I mentioned before, homeownership is a sacrifice and it's a privilege. It's mm. not something that everybody will be able to take advantage of immediately, but it's something that is achievable. And so it requires discipline. It requires you saving for a down payment. Like when one of the things that we didn't know, and this is, you know, back in 2005 or 2006, I can't remember when we first got our first home, you know, we had to change the locks once we got in there. Mm-hmm. We didn't realize we had to change the locks. You know, you just think I'm going to just right. get the keys and I'm going, no, the other person just had this house and they that they may have extra keys right. out there. So you have, you know, so it's that's just an the expense small out things. the gate. Exactly. That's an expense out the gate. Uh, and so these are things that you don't even think about, you know, the transferring of utilities and all of that, you know, it's just yeah. so many little Little things that come into play. So you want to have some money saved up in order to take care of those expenses. Mm. And a good realtor is going to be able to help you to know what you're going to what what it is to expect and what you need to be prepared for. So you want to make sure you have that. The other thing is that it takes wisdom. That is 
with you and your real estate professional, as I said, making a smart purchase, not just any purchase. You don't want to be house poor, going in, spending all your money on this house just because you can't afford it. But can you live? Can you buy furniture? You know, are you going to be able to sustain this? You know, fixed rates are very important for first time home buyers because you don't want to get into a situation with a, a mortgage that eventually is going to have a balloon payment, which could be five, ten thousand yeah. dollars for that one month because it's come due because you had this lower interest rate for the longest. But yeah. then they said, oh, there's going to be a balloon payment and you weren't prepared for that and you lose your home. How do, how do people guard against that sort of predatory lending? Having a good lender, having a good realtor, you know, we know some of the products that are out there and we can help navigate you, you know, and that's why it's so important with this big investment that you're about to make. You want to have someone in your corner that mm -hmm. you can trust and who is going to advise you according to what is right, best practices, things that have been proven. You don't want this get rich scheme and this is going to happen overnight. No, anything worth having. Sometimes it takes time, mm -hmm. you know, so that you can really appreciate that thing and really do what you need to do and so to protect yourself against that you want to go to different lenders when you decide I want to get a home you don't have to just shop one lender this is shopping you get a chance to go around go to several oh. different lenders to ask them what do they have available because that one credit report can be used at those different locations I see mm -hmm. and, and as you are shopping around for the best lender that can help put you in the best possible position for the purchase mm -hmm. what kind of things should you look for to be able to differentiate between a rock star lender or professional mm -hmm. and a scrub that you don't need to be messing with. Yeah. So number one, they should be upfront and honest with you. Mm -hmm. You're going to hear some things that you probably don't want to hear, okay. but if they're not upfront and honest with you and they're selling you the dream and you know, you know what, that just seems a little bit uh, too good to be true, then maybe it is. You know, uh -huh. go with your gut and knowing and understanding that. Um, you want to get referrals, number one. You want people that other people have worked with and that they trust and that they've used in the past. And once again, that's where that real estate professional comes in is is knowing that they have a network of people that they work with. Because gotcha. at the end of the day, you want your deal to close. And if uh, things are not in order, once it gets to underwriting, underwriting yeah. will stop it. And you will just be out of a whole lot of money for inspections, <laughs> appraisals, all of that. And time. Because, yes, and time. And so it's so important to have the right team. You're building a team mm -hmm. and you want the rock star team. You want that right. trusted real estate professional to be by your side in order to really achieve your dream. Mm -hmm. Now, th there, there are a lot of, you know, as I've been uh, dive in, not yet. Should I dive in, not yet? In my little, you know, real estate investment uh, uh, journey and desire, um, there appear appear to be a lot of real estate gurus, you know, millionaires, experts, mm -hmm. rock stars, all over social media mm -hmm. who make it look, you know, so easy. Like, you know, abracadabra, abracadabra, <laughs> just do this and you'll be rich today. <laughs> you know? <Yeah>, no. <laughs> um, it seems like there's a lot more to it than that. Even if I, yeah. as I've done things in my head, just mm -hmm. say, you know what? I got a mortgage right now. If I go and get this property, one, I'm going to need the money to purchase the property. Mm -hmm. Number two, until I get a tenant, if I don't already have a tenant in there, I got carrying costs. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that I'll be on the hook for so got property taxes and things like that. It's like, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. 
I might need a bag of cash before even getting to the real estate piece. For those that are really, you know, dreaming about the real estate thing, envisioning Mm -hmm. themselves, looking at that as, you know, either a retirement, you know, kind of a deal Mm -hmm. or just a way to grow their wealth. What are the ABCs and one, two, threes of some of the stuff you've kind of already shared a bit of what would you advise a person that wants to get into the quote unquote real estate investment game to do to make themselves a a for real bona fide, you know, contender and not a pretender as they go out into these real estate waters. Yeah. So number one, HGTV is just what it says. It's TV. Mm. Like, don't get caught up on, you know, what you're seeing on television because it really it it, it happens, but it doesn't happen that way for everybody. And the ninety nine point nine percent of the time, it's not going to happen in that order order in that way they got they have a whole staff like that's a production yeah and so you know i feel like a lot of us because that was me when i first you know when we're in there entering into this game of, of investment property i'm like yeah we're about to tear down the walls i want to do this <laughs> right. go hate this you know move uh, that bus yeah move that bus <laughs> uh no <laughs> that is not how it happened we had to first you know have a plan uh, have a focus what was our why for what we were doing uh, your why is going to be different than my why and so in understanding that because it is going to be a brutal journey for most people not everybody uh, because just like we're all different and we're all unique our situations are different so your situation may be different than mine but mine was brutal it uh, was hard being turned down when we put in our best offer and it still wasn't enough uh, you know people were were bidding you know 30000 over the asking price. I can't wow. afford to do that. But if my professional does not prepare me for this brutal fight yeah. to get this investment property, because you're fighting not up against individuals, it's corporations out there. Like people have groups where they're investing oh. in mass amounts of real syndicate. estate. Yeah. And, and it's hard to, to come up against that when you're a person wow. with an FHA loan, yeah. you know? And so I just feel as though, you know, we have to be wise in knowing our plan mm. and what it takes to get there. You have to have a budget. You have to know what is going to be my rate of return. You know, there are a lot of steps that are out there for investment and it's worth it taking a look at it. You got to know your numbers. When you go mm-hmm. in to look at that duplex, mm. you got to know, okay, well, what were the rents that were being paid before? Um, how much were the utilities? Because some of this, as you said, you're going to have carrying costs until you get someone in there and you got to know what am I going to be spending and will this be a good investment as I go along if I have three months of vacancy? You know, mm-hmm. and so there are different things that you need to know, but it takes time to study. You got to you got to look at this as an education, you know, mm. a time where I'm not only being informed. Informing is where somebody's just giving you information. Education is about you taking in the information and you doing something with it. You're creating goals. You're writing a plan. You're creating a budget. You're knowing your numbers. Well, what numbers do I need to know? Oh, I have to buy insurance. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm. I mean, there's so many different things that you have to put in place in order to achieve the dream. And it's going to be so worth it now that we have our investment property. Like we are so thankful, so happy for the process because we can look back now and we can woosah. Right. But it was a journey to get there. But I learned so much. And even with contractors, man. 
you got to you got to be able to know good contractors. Now that's uh, one of the hardest things because you're excited, you have your property now, so you're moving in the phase that we're about to do renovations, reno- uh-huh. demo day. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but you got to know what can I tear down, what can I not tear down? And you have people out here who are not necessarily walking in integrity, uh-huh. you know, and not necessarily out for your best interest. They're just out for the dollar. And uh-huh. you never pay a contractor up front. You know why? Do I go to work and I get my check that same day? Uh, no. Or before I start? No, 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 no. You know, but these are things that people who've been in the business, they know because they've had that experience or somebody taught them. Mm-hmm. And so I would just encourage you to get a mentor, get somebody mm-hmm. who's out here doing it and doing it for real and not that that person that's that's over there blinging. Because mm-hmm. most times, you know, we can create the persona that we want to have. You know, uh-huh. Facebook, I can become who I want to be, you know? <laughs> right. But is that really who you are you know and once again as i said tested proven that's what you want tested and proven tell me you know interview them Mm -hmm. whoever's gonna walk with you so tell me a bit about your investment journey and you can hear through their passion through what they're saying to you whether or not this is the real deal or are they someone who this is something that they desire to do and they're making you believe that they already do it yeah, yeah, man, that's 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 good stuff right there. It sounds like the 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 real estate investment piece is more than a notion. You know, you have the romanticized version of it of, you know, I'm seeing stuff like, you know, Grant Cardone and mm-hmm. other guys on there, Brandon Turner, you know, they yeah. have, you know, the thousand units or whatever. <laughs> But the journey mm-hmm. is 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 no joke. Mm-hmm. Would you say that it is um, appropriate for the individual that is looking to get into the real estate piece um, as they are morphing from mere absorption of information mm-hmm. into the application of education that they should also maybe give themselves an unramp timetable of, OK, I want to get into real estate investment. I'm going to first do all this background reconnaissance for six months to a year. Mm -hmm. Then I'll look to make my first purchase as opposed to I'm just going to go look out on next Saturday. I'm going to look out for properties. Mm -hmm. And if I see one I like, I'm going to try and put a bid in on it. Yes. And I I would say, yeah, because it takes time. It Mm -hmm. took time for Grant Cardone to become the Grant Cardone that we know today. If we ask somebody that grew up with him, they'll be like, he was not that guy back then. But he's that guy now, you know. Uh And and so he has the clout to be able to talk about that. And he has the know-how. And that's great, you know. So I don't take away from these people who really are. Exactly. (laughs) Mm -hmm. who these people who really are out there doing it but then there are so many people who really are not you know Mm -hmm. and so you just have to be careful and I would say this is that yes you have to create a plan you got to have goals you know Mm -hmm. and when you set goals you got to set activity in there to even achieve those goals and so a goal is just a dream until you you really make it happen you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. like you gotta you gotta put forth effort to do the work Mm -hmm. and a lot of people they just they don't want to do the work they just want to get rich quick and that's how it happens you know what do you want this to be sustainable Mm. then you know what let me teach you how to fish let me not just give you a fish but let me teach you how to really go out there and catch the fish and that's the thing you got to do the work so Mm. please don't skip over what it takes to learn and understand the industry that you so want to be a part of because you want to be well informed and there are different levels of investment Mm. you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah i think i was talking to you um 
recently because I had heard some other, you know, information that, hey, you know, if you want to get into the game, one of the good things you can do is, you know, link up with a real estate professional, an agent, and because they have access to the MLS and the different listings and all that. Mm -hmm. And what you can do is just ask them would they be willing to send you, you know, uh, properties that fit the parameters that you're looking to invest in as far as price points, et cetera. And you can, you know, go and do your search and you can put your bid in on, on these particular properties. At what stage of the journey should one do that if they should do that at all, if they're new to the real estate investment game? Okay, so my suggestion is always this. As I said, find your trusted real estate professional, Mm -hmm. whoever that advisor is going to be for you. What what they should do is lay out a plan and saying first, okay, where are we? What is it that you want? And they understand what your goals are. And then they can tell you if you haven't gone to a lender, here's your next step is to go to the lender so you can get the golden ticket. Mm -hmm. And once you get the golden ticket, now we know the parameter that we're working within. Because if I said, if you come to me and I never sit down with you and really understand what your needs are how am I putting that information in the MLS to pull out what it is that you're really looking for also how do I know your price point Mm -hmm. I can't go by you just telling me what you make because your credit can be shot and so Mm -hmm. that interest rate is going to be high which may bring it down where you can't even afford what I'm Uh thinking you can afford I'm not that professional I'm the real estate agent Mm -hmm. I'm sending you to a lender who's going to give us that information and give us the next step on our path to home ownership Mm -hmm. and then that is going to set us up to set you up a search for that particular criteria because your criteria is going to be different than your neighbor's criteria because of whatever they make and whatever their goals are and what they want to do. But if you haven't sat down with the lender in order to understand what you can afford and them giving you a pre-qualifying letter or pre-approval. So the pre-qual is basically them saying that by what you're telling us, we believe that we can lend you this amount of money. But the pre-approval is really what you want because Mm -hmm. that means they have pulled your credit. They've gone through the numbers and they understand that, you know what, we can close this deal. Mm. You can't move forward if you can't close a deal. Me right. as a real estate professional, when I'm when I have my listing, what I'm doing is I'm looking at the offers that are coming in. And I often ask for the pre-approval letter. You know mm-hmm. why? Because I don't even want to set my <laughs> my seller up to get excited by somebody oh, who really can't. nobody's time. Yes, exactly. Who really can't close the deal at the end of the day because that's what it's about. We're, we're here to make something happen. And if yeah. you don't have those things in place, you're not going to be able to make it happen. And so there are some really, and I, I wouldn't even call them professionals, there are some really bad people out there who are just mm-hmm. about the money and they just want to keep getting people up under buyer agency just to say that they're working with buyers, but they can't even get them to the closing table. So the individual that is looking for real estate, I mean, that's 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 excellent information that you just shared. Mm-hmm. They could have, let's say, a certain uh, income that they bring to the table, but you said the other factors such as their credit and all this kind mm-hmm. of stuff, which are X factors to that. So you can't just go by your X amount that you make. Mm-hmm. The other thing it sounds like is the real estate investor. I'm even thinking for myself, Hey, I have a price range of properties that I think um, I'm interested mm-hmm. in at a certain threshold. Mm-hmm. 
I got to get this golden ticket to make sure that the lender is saying, okay, Joko, we are willing to give you that amount of money. Mm-hmm. So you could be looking at, let's say for just for sake of numbers, uh, you know, $200,000 houses. Mm-hmm. You might only be approved for 60000 sir. Exactly. So you can't get a $200,000 investment <laughs> property because you, <laughs> your ceiling is sixty exactly. based on what the lender done said yes. they were willing to play uh-huh. with you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And okay. then, you know, when you go into investments, that's different than a first-time home buyer. You really um if you're buying a duplex with a FHA that's different because you're going to be living in that property. FHA requires you to live in the property if mm. that's what you're going to do. But when you get into conventional loans, you can as an investor, that down payment is a little bit beefier, about mm. 20 25% down. Oh. And so when you think about that on let's just say 89,000, that's about 20 something thousand dollars. Yeah, you, you got to come to the table coming with. Coming to the table with. Uh, yes, and that's only a 89, 90,000 dollar house. Uh, so as you think like and these are the things you have to know. Yeah. You know, and if you don't know and understand those things, how can you really be in the game? You know, yeah. you're just you're really still a spectator. And so it's okay <laughs> to be a spectator long as you have something you're working towards, you know? Wow, wow. Yeah. This is this has been so insightful. <laughs> Thank you for all the insight. I got to go to the crib and readjust my uh, dream. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay, but you got to dream. You got to dream. Okay, right, we're going to make that dream right, happen. It's right. going to take some time, though, but we're going to get there. Okay. Yes. Now, some people have talked about, I guess I got a few more questions. I'm going to mm-hmm. go ahead and let you go. Um, you got, you know, the 15-year mortgage or the 30-year mortgage. Mm-hmm. And some folks, you know, say, you know what? I don't want to necessarily go with the existing housing stock. I want to build my house from the ground. Mm-hmm. Our 15-year, I know, you know, maybe not. It might not be a one size fits all, but are 15 year mortgages generally better than 30 year mortgages? Question 1A. Question 1B is, Mm -hmm. is it better to build a house from the ground or to go into an existing property? So your first question about the um, the 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 type of loan. So. I would say this is that you have your situation is it it varies by person. <laughs> How so, much money yeah. you got? <laughs> exactly, <laughs> and so it's going to depend on whether or not you know what what can you afford, what can you do. It always goes back to that. So mm. you got to talk to that lender. The mm. other thing is building is a whole nother beast. You know mm. that's construction loans. You know you're getting into digging in the ground. Like there are things with the cities, you got to have plans, and, and you know so there are other steps to take you can't just start off saying you know this is what I want to do right. now that really <laughs> is another, that, <laughs> that really is another planning process you got to purchase your land you got to know what plans you're going to use for your house you got to know can I actually build here do I need to prep the ground before I build do I need to cut down some trees well how does that happen I need forestry to come uh. out here you know like there are so many other things that go into building and so Mm -hmm. if that is something that you want to do you want to work with a builder somebody Mm -hmm. who's done this before and they will be able to take you through those steps and also your lender will be able to tell you if that's something that you would be able to afford because they're going to know your finances Mm -hmm. and so and and that does take a lot of money up front because there are a lot of costs that you have to cover you Mm -hmm. know before you even get to the point of using a a mortgage or something to cover that loan Mm -hmm. okay yeah really State is is 
It's a little bit complex. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it has a whole lot of ebbs and flows, mm-hmm. some nuances to this thing. Last couple of questions for you. Sure. Uh, what are your long-term objectives and goals mm-hmm. as a real estate agent? Now you had to, you know, you did a pivot kind of thing that kind yes. of helped lead you to go into this and you dove in and have support, you know, from your husband and family and, you know, you jamming. Yeah. What now that you're in here like okay I'm, mm-hmm. I'm 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 in the real estate metaverse <laughs> <laughs> what are your long-term yes. objectives and goals yes. in, in this space yes well you know i am i am in this because i i love service and i realize you know as i look back over my careers that i've had over the years i've seen that you know i am service oriented like mm-hmm. hospitality is my gift and so yeah. i love serving people so this right here is right up my alley that i get a chance to walk alongside sellers and also buyers you know, and and helping them to achieve whatever that goal is in real estate. And so really my goal right now is to just, you know, just do my best to not only get out here and sell because I can sell anywhere I can within the state of Wisconsin. You know, once you're licensed, you're licensed all over the state. But one thing that is a is true, just um conviction of mine right now is to make sure that I am informing people of the opportunities that are out there because as I said there are people coming in and they're you know they're they're really taking advantage of this market and taking advantage of the opportunity here in Milwaukee and I would like to see people who are from Milwaukee who live in Milwaukee who love Milwaukee to take advantage of that as well and so I myself am doing a few seminars just to help people to know what possibilities are out there and and helping them to create a plan on how to do that and um, the great thing and and I just was blessed to have this is that I started off as a listing agent you know I listed my first property that went really well within the first uh 24 hours of putting it on the MLS. We had our first offer, oh, then wow. our second offer, and it was multiple offers on there, close 15,000 over ask. And it was just like, I mean, within 48 hours, that thing was on lock. You know, it's always like, all right, here we go. <laughs> you know, I can so, do this. Yeah, so I was like, oh, I can technically say I'm a listing agent, you know, but it's one of those things where I enjoy listing, but I also enjoy working with buyers because it's yeah. so fun to see them get a chance to go out there and, and to do the HGTV thing where they're on the you know the what's that house hunters uh, right right <laughs> let's go hunt for your house after you get that pre-approval <laughs> get that gold ticket yes, first dog yes. get that gold ticket yes. first <laughs> nice so, nice hey so 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 how do people that you know are hey she sounds like she knows what she's talking about she's mm-hmm. honest she's giving information some of the stuff she had me rearranging my dream a little bit <laughs> but I want to hear more how can people get in contact with you yes well they can reach out through my website which mm-hmm. is l-e-r-o realty.com so l-e-r-o-realty.com and I'm on Facebook and Lakeisha which is l-e-k-e-i-s-h-a Roberts on there yes and I'm the one with the locks okay because I'm locking it down that's Lakeisha with the locks because she's locking it down and she got bars she got bars <laughs> yes, but they can contact me that way. Also, I'm on Facebook with with the uh, business as well with Leroy Realty. So yes, nice, mm-hmm. nice. Well, that's this has been excellent. This is 
informative information, and I'm going to be talking to you some more offline as well. Okay. Do you have any additional parting words for our listeners that you'd like to leave them with before we close out? Yes, of course. And let me give you that phone number, 414-614-4302. You can reach me at 414-614-4302 and just leave me a message, 414-614-4302. Yes, indeed. (laughs) But no, just as I said, listen, you can achieve this dream. This is achievable. You can accomplish this, but you got to build the right team. And you Mm. talk to someone like myself or another trusted real estate professional that's out there. There are good professionals that are out there who are willing to do the work for you and to help you to achieve that dream. And so just know that it is possible. Nice, nice. Well, thank you, Miss Lakeisha Roberts. It's a pleasure. Real estate extraordinaire for joining (laughs) us today. This has been very, very helpful and insightful. And I think I maybe learned more in this conversation than I had heard in the last 10 or 12 years and in all the little social media things combined. You know, I've mm. gone to a couple of the, we're going to be in Milwaukee for two days for the real estate this, 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 this. <laughs> they don't cover all the stuff you just talked about. You know yes, what I mean? Sir. They mm-hmm. just say, well, hey, listen to this presentation and at the end of the show, come to the back of the room and buy these buy products. Buy my tape. <laughs> yeah. It's like, come on, man, I need the nitty gritty because yes. I want to be able to plug into yeah. this. So yeah. thank you so much for your time and your insight. You're very welcome. And you all, thank you for listening and for your viewership. Remember to like, share, and subscribe to the Communication Guru Podcast, the Communication Guru Podcast, the Communication Guru Podcast, so you can be informed when the podcasts are available for public consumption and you can keep up with all that we have going on here. Also be on the lookout for the Morning Timspiration vlogs, which are inspirational things that I put out just to put some wind behind yourselves, give you an attaboy or an girl over the course of your week because sometimes you just need an encouraging word to get you through a momentary situation that you're dealing with. And these Morning Timspiration vlogs can be found on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And finally, If you have a communication issue that you need assistance with, be it personal, organizational, personal, business-wise, or otherwise, and would like a 15 to 30-minute free consultation or discovery session, feel free to DM me or give me a direct message uh, to one of three different places. You can find me as Tim McMurtry on LinkedIn, Tim McMurtry on Facebook, or at Mr. Timspiration on Instagram. Uh, If you reach out to me, just give me a brief description of what the issue is, and we can see if we can get on the horn and help you uh, get that squared away. So thank you so much for your listenership and your viewership. I appreciate you. The Communication Guru Podcast. Enjoy the rest of your day, and until next time, blessing and increase to you. Bam.